Welcome to the Tatum and Pearson podcast, bringing you all the latest news and opinion from the world of Speedway. It's out of the top drawer. Hi there, everybody, and welcome to the Tatum and Pearson podcast. As I've just mentioned, Pearson, Pearson will be joining me the, uh, this afternoon to chat about um, Speedway and the lack of it uh, under lockdown and how it's affecting everybody. Um, welcome, Nigel. Um, uh, first of all, how are you getting on? Um, if there's one positive of lockdown, it's the fact that I haven't had to see you. And now you're badgering me about doing some podcast or something. But OK, we'll we'll, we'll crack on and we'll have a bit of a laugh. Um, Probably yeah, the okay. longest period of, period of time that we haven't actually uh, seen each other, which is there are some good things to uh, being in lockdown, I suppose, because in actual fact, we would have been together actually for the last two weekends and now dashing up to Manchester for the Speedway of Nations final this weekend. So... We'd be yeah. uh, sick of the sight of each other by this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's just make it clear, Kelv. Separate rooms, okay? Just make that clear. Separate rooms. All right, really? <laughs> <laughs> but um, lockdown. Yeah, Come I'm, on. I'm drinking more than if the pubs were open. That's the problem. I, I you know, mm. cheap alcohol for my off license, and and you know, as as a, a necessary item. Um, and those, those who know me know I like a drop of Guinness. And, and have I had a drop? In fact, I haven't got a lot of time. Come on, I need to go and get my first can of the day. Hurry up. I was going to say, with the sun out, um, you've got no idea what day it is, have you? Um, well, so every day exactly. is the weekend. Every day is the weekend. So exactly. you get to about four o'clock in the afternoon, and it's sort of like a beautiful afternoon, not a cloud in the sky. And you think, yeah, you know what? Just a cheeky one. That you know, <laughs> sometimes more than you used to score on a speedway bike. <laughs> seven or eight <laughs> thanks very much indeed yeah but it's beer o'clock near enough all the time at the moment so um uh, but no i think that's something that uh, most people are having to deal with during the lockdown um i think from our point of view down here you know i think boredom has been an issue isn't it you know that uh, you're having to um uh, just sort of get through the days and try and keep yourself as positive as possible but um yeah, hardest part for me, Kelv, has been the two boys. They're only 10 and 8, and um, we're still trying to give them some schooling at home. And on a serious note, that is an absolute Western super mare because do they want to know about schooling in the house when they've got the back garden and they've got the PS4, iPad, Switch, all this business? Do they want to know about schooling? No, mate. I have. If I had any hair, I would have ripped it all out by now. Yeah, I feel for you there. I think that's something that um, quite clearly an awful lot of parents have been struggling with. And, you know, and also the fact is, is that, you know, they don't equate being at home to being educated quite clearly. And also, you know, the, the respect for the fact that you're the mum and dad, you know, yeah. and all of a sudden you, your role has changed. You become a teacher overnight. That's, uh, that must be particularly hard. Yeah, not only a teacher, but Kerry's now actually not a single mum anymore because I'm here and I'm not out working. So, mm. <laughs> you know, as you mentioned about the, um, about the weekends away uh, with my, with my role, obviously, you know, it's a little bit like when you were a rider, Kelv, away from home more than you're at home, really not, not just with Speedway for me, but with the darts, I was due to be yeah. in Rotterdam, uh, Belfast. Um, I was due to be all over the place with the Premier League darts. Football's been cancelled as well. So, literally, I am at home more than ever before. Thankfully, Mrs. Pearson and myself haven't been too bad when it comes to arguments. <laughs> I'm, I'm always right anyway. Uh, yes. Just got to accept yeah. that I'm always yeah. right. Yes. Um, I think she'll get there eventually, but uh, grudg yeah. grudgingly. 
Yeah, well, I think she'll come to uh, you know the uh, your way of thinking uh, at some point, and I I like I'm glad to hear that she she's coming around to the uh, your your way of thinking. I think it's a similar scenario here with Mrs. Tatum. I think that um, uh, I have been at home rather a lot, and I think that times you do rub each other up the wrong way. But um, uh, as long as there's how another... often has that happened with you and Debbie? Have you had some real big barneys, Kelv? Um. Not real big Barneys. I think that um, you know, there are things that just irritate you because you're around each <laughs> other just that bit longer. You know, you bump into each other too many times in the kitchen or, you know what I mean? Or you leave <laughs> something out, or you haven't made the bed properly or you haven't put the blood in the bin out, you know what I mean? Or you put the wrong bin out and, you know, just those sort <laughs> of things. The black one really... or the green one, yeah. And yeah, the blue or the well, green one. one thing we I, do always, I never know which week it is, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most well, of the time I'm not even here, which is quite yeah. handy. But... Yeah, well, Andy, both of our wives, it's fair to say, can give as good as they get. <laughs> There's no question about that. Uh, they they uh, they hold their own, that's for sure. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's been a challenge for everybody, Nigel. And I think that... Um, yeah, it's not over yet. No, it isn't. But uh, once we do come out the other side, I'd like to think that we'll be very appreciative of being able to get out and about and start living life uh, as the new norm as yes. possible. So yeah. lockdown's tough and uh, it's tough for everybody. Um, do you think it's tough for Speedway fans, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, know, I noticed more and more clubs all around the country are making a great effort to show uh, past meetings, which is fantastic. And, you know, some of them I've been looking back as well. And I, I look back at some of the meetings we did in the old Sky Sports days where we presented and, and commentated and some of the fantastic meetings we had there, the 06 playoff final, Peterborough Reading. Yeah. You know, Coventry's win at Poole in 2010. Who can forget Bombers, you know, brilliant Cardiff win in 07. We've had some magical, magical moments on television, not to mention the Grand Prix down the years. It's mm. fantastic. Um, and it, it is great to reflect, but it's tough for Speedway fans because... You know, they don't know if or when the season will start here in the UK. Um, and and like anybody else, really, you know, this is the first time in my 50 years on earth that I've never had any sport to watch. And, and No, it's a tough one, isn't it? And the fact is, is that also, you know, uh, people get used to that routine of going to Speedway. They yep. love their, their, their fix of action. Yes. Um, and I think that. You know that 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 that's right for all sorts of sports, isn't it? With football and and everything else, but there's no doubt that uh, it's been particularly difficult to take when we had five months of bloody rain. Yeah, the speedway season starts, <laughs> and guess what happens? The glorious sun sunshine. Glorious sunshine. I can remember not too long ago where there were 72 fixtures over the bank holiday weekend, the Easter weekend, and I think we had two because it was pretty much by and large washed out completely. I know. You can imagine we would have had. People flocking to the I don't think we'd have had a rain off yet, Kelv. No, and it has been quite an incredible run of weather, yeah. which makes it even more difficult to take when yeah. we should have been out there and it could have been a fantastic start to the season for all concerned with the weather being on, on side, um, one or two interesting signings and some genuine excitement about, about the Speedway. Well, that hasn't happened, but if we were to get going this season, Nigel, what are your thoughts about, um, for example, Sheffield? You know Sheffield. You work with the team up there. You, yeah. You, you, you've seen what they've been doing over the last few years. Fabulous track. Always one that I loved going to race for when I was uh, riding for Coventry. Yeah. Um, they're in the big time speedway now. Yeah, big plans. And I, I do feel 
particularly sad because obviously Nicky Pedersen coming back to British Speedway, it was such a triumphant pre-season build-up that I, I spoke to Simon Stead about it regularly. And, and um, I don't think there's ever been an air of anticipation ahead of a new season at a club like Sheffield's for, for many a year. It's, it's just been unbelievable. Now, whether that is able to resume at some stage, obviously there's a lot of talk at the moment about Nicky going to Poland and will he be allowed to commute back and how, how will flights be affected and all the rest of it. So do we, do you know, are we able to see Speedway this year or do we reset the button and go again next April with exactly the same teams? I don't know. So it is frustrating. Of course, you had the Jason Crump factor as well. I think that was brilliant. Um, Chris Holder, actually, it was my understanding that Chris Holder was on his way back to British Speedway, but the visa took a little bit longer than was anticipated. I'd have loved to have seen Chris back in British Speedway. Absolutely yeah, that, that's something actually I, I wasn't aware of. Actually, yeah, but yeah. Um, love watching him. Great Chris, style. Yeah, it would have been smashing if Chris could have been in uh, British Speedway once again. A, a loyal supporter of British Speedway, of course, and was so successful riding down at Pool. And um, uh, I don't know where he was going to end up. It, it wouldn't have been Pool, I presume. It would have no. been elsewhere. Yeah, but uh, nonetheless, um, a, a, a top rider. Just getting back, you mentioned Jason Crump quickly there. Obviously, the Nicky Pedersen um, uh, signing was uh, pretty high profile with uh, Sheffield coming up. But the Jason Crump one, that did take me by surprise. A rider that's been in retirement for nine years. Yeah. Um, and uh, quite clearly has still got the bug. Yeah, well, I, I think it was all sparked by those matches at Pinger Park, wasn't it? In January where, you know, an Australian team managed by our friend Jono, good old Jono. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simon Stead flew out to represent Great Britain, and it was a combination of Ty Wofford and the kids. Yes. And Jason, and Jason, actually, it's my understanding that Jason only rode for Australia there because other riders dropped out at the last minute. Right. Uh, I think that gave him the, the bug. It could show, he's shown, obviously, that he can still ride the bike. Yes. I to believe that it was between Ipswich and one other club. Right. So there was another club aware that he was looking at coming back. Um, and Ipswich got the nod. Now, um, he, I'm encouraged to hear Jason's tone from Australia saying that he'll, he'll be ready when we're ready. He will be over here. And, you know, if he's, if he's back to uh, racing weight and fitness, there is no reason at all why he shouldn't do the business for Ipswich in the Premiership. It's, it's the type of league that I think Jason would prosper in. I still think he'd average nine, eight or nine points. Um, and he would be brushing shoulders with the likes of Brady Kurtz, Nicky Pedersen, you know, all these riders that, that hypothetically now we're looking back on would have happened. Uh, it, it just would have been spectacular. And that's why I do believe Speedway was on the verge in the UK of, of a crowd boom. I think the yeah. has been coming back. I think Easter clubs would have made an absolute fortune over Easter. I think. Yeah. It, it oh, I have to agree. I, I think you're dead right. And I, I, it, it seemed. Really, quite. I was really quite excited about the fact that we were going to see Nicky Pedersen and Jason Crump coming to the tapes, going head to head in 2020. Yeah. And when you consider the rivalry between those two fellas when they were going for their first world championships, and Pedersen nicked it away from Jason in uh, 2003, and I can remember that really irritated Crumpy. <laughs> and he came back and won his world championships. And there's no doubt at that time they weren't the best of friends, but uh, there was a serious rivalry of respect, of course, between one another. But by golly, did those two lads go at it. And yeah. um, to see them in British Speedway, albeit 
you know, a generation later, it was still going to be box office, wasn't it? Of course it was, and the huge interest as well. You know, even up in Yorkshire, where I, I, I do quite a bit of work with Sheffield, as you know. Yeah. You know, I managed to get the Nicky Pedersen story in the Yorkshire Post, which covers the whole county. Even, you know, obviously not just Sheffield. That must have cost you a few quid, mate, you know, a few quid <laughs> under the table. Well, I... <laughs> Yeah, a bit of a dodgy deal going on. <laughs> a bit of a dodgy deal. We've been watching a lot of Minder. Yeah. So um, uh, Arthur Daly's sort of way of going about business, I can assume I assume that you took a leaf out of his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good people at the Yorkshire Post. They're my pals. But, you know, it covers not just uh, Sheffield, but, you know, we're talking Leeds, we're talking York, we're talking mm. Halifax and Bradford, of course, a, a vast... Yeah, well, that, that so, sort of coverage, yeah. you didn't get every every beginning of every season, did you? Well, absolutely. It's phenomenal. Calendar up there, the um, the ITV uh, news programme came along to, mm. to interview Nikki. They were going to be previewing that on television. You know, just, just fantastic. But, you know... Well, we had that evening with him when we invited it, him over a few years to the West Midlands, to the oh, Cleveland wow. Dance. Wow. And what a night that was. You know, a lot of people had, you know, he divides opinion. He's Marmite. And the fact is, is that... You know, he walked into that place and you asked how many, put your hand up, how many people like Nicky Pedersen. There weren't many. No. And at the end of the night, you did the same and there was an awful lot of people he turned around. Almost unanimous. Said how many it was. And it was a smashing night. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that um, him coming back to the league was, was going to be a big bonus. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed that that can Yeah, happen. that was a memorable night uh, in Wolverhampton with Nicky because I do believe that you turned your hand to ironing shirts, Kelv. Tell us about I mean, it, it was. It, I picked him up from Heathrow, um, and of course, I was travelling up from God's country, the West Sussex, and I picked him up on the way. And uh, we got to the hotel, we checked in, and I'm just going to have an hour or two. We're just going to relax before going down to the venue. Seven and literally rooms. five minutes, five minutes later, after getting into my room, there's a knock on the door, and it's Nicky at the door with uh, one of his shirts with his logos on, and he just goes, "You, you can, you know." do this and I, I'm sort of taking it and the door's closed and he's, he's walked off back down the corridor and I'm walking in to the room thinking <laughs> Nicky Pedersen knocked me off several times he's definitely in my little black book for some revenge. <laughs> now I'm in the hotel room ironing his shirt so he can make <laughs> a million dollars when we go on stage later on. It was it was really a bizarre set of circumstances but one that you remind me of now and uh, it was quite bizarre, yeah, but um, would you have done that for me if I had knocked your door saying Torrent and said I'm the shirt, Kel, will you? No, well, I know what I would have done, I would have just thrown it down the loo with a couple, uh, of, with a couple of expletives on the back, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I think uh, let's keep our fingers crossed that Nikki is about. Um, none of them getting either, uh, neither of them were getting any younger, so you know, this lockdown is, is very frustrating, I'm sure, for them. Yeah. Um, that they're at the end of their careers. They're sort of approaching mid-40s now. So, you know, they haven't got lots of time on their hands. So yeah. um, let's hope that things can get rolling this season and we can we can see some big action. We don't know what's going to happen with the World Championship. Obviously, everything's being postponed at the moment. But if things get up and running, we might see some Grand Prix sort of all sort of rammed together towards the end of the season. I think it's inevitable now when you look at it that surely BSI have to consider a, a very much a condensed um, fixture schedule for the GP. They've already they've already put in the Speedway of Nations dates for the end of October. That's right. Uh, and the GP, you know, I think it could be, I don't know, maybe six, eight, ten rounds 
all over the space of maybe four to six weeks. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing. Um, nobody knows really at this stage because there's so many questions that are unanswered about this whole thing. And, and, and it is a matter of life and death. That's that's the harsh reality of what we're going through at the moment. So hmm. it is. Effort, and I think, that, I think I... every effort is being made by BSI, just as every effort is being made by the British Speedway Promoters Limited, who Rob Godfrey has issued several statements. And I have to say he's made all the right noises. But there is a, le a level of reality there as well amongst promoters. I do know that, that they're just monitoring it on a regular basis before they make further decisions and they won't speculate. Hmm. They're not in the same position as Poland because Poland looked like they're going to go racing in June yeah, and they're going to race behind closed doors. But quite clearly, their scenario with their TV deal is not the same as what we have. And no. Sweden and Britain are sort of suggesting that they can't do that. Yes. And I understand that because yeah. you know, they can't run at huge losses just to put Speedway on. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's going to have to be uh, some easing of the lockdown and social distancing and whatnot um, that would enable enough people to come into stadia to to watch it. I do think if that happened, I think people would flock back. I think yes. even some teams were missing certain riders because of quarantine issues or travelling issues in and out. Of the people continent. still want to watch Speedway, Kelv. I think that you would, you know, people would forgive that, wouldn't they? Yes, they'd understand. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, one thing I have been impressed with, one of my other sports, of course, is the darts. And right. one thing that PD, the PDC, the Profession, Professional Darts Corporation, have uh, introduced is the right. darts. Well, they're freestyle darts when you stand the wrong way around and you throw it over your shoulder. I've seen you try that. No, it's darts. It's actually it's darts at home. And I'm going to recommend to the Speedway authorities that perhaps we can do Speedway at home. So all the guys go in their back garden with their bike. Mm-hmm. And, and they do, you know, a, a, they map, map out a speedway track. They do a lap and time it. And then another rider goes out from another home, all recorded yep. on a phone. And he goes out and that gets timed. Then another right. one, then another one. And then we can go three, two, one, zero. And there you've got a race without actually any contact with each other. I, I, think? I, think, that, I think that's a goer. I don't Thanks, see mate. any issues with practicalities of people running motorcycles without any brakes in very confined areas, without any fencing. Um, in the back garden. In the back garden. I, I don't think that'll be a problem at all. Well, your garden's and, big enough, isn't it? Well, it might be. And uh, the fact is, is that, that I'm sure that people with smaller gardens would be able to accommodate a speedway bike. <laughs> I, I, I think that could be quite exciting. I think you might find that there'll be a few restarts, yeah. uh, even with riders on their own. I yeah. think it could be quite harem scaring. But, yeah. uh, mate, just get hold of yourself. Are you on a Guinness already? No, I no, think no, you're no. just starting to lose it, son. Clock that watching. lockdown fever's starting to get to you. Hang on a minute. Mrs. Pearson, can you just put that can in the fridge, please? <laughs> Cheers, thanks. Well, I think we've covered some ground there in yeah, our enjoyed. first podcast, mate. I think that you know, I um, we may do this again if it's um, if one should. or two people, one or two people want to listen to it. But as I say, I think um, you know, uh, we are hanging in there, and we are going to stay positive as much as we can. And I think and if we knew if we knew then what we know now, we would have definitely gone on tour during the winter, wouldn't we? We just decided to take a, a winter off because. Hmm. Just felt the time was right, and I had a busy dart schedule over Christmas. But, but nobody foresaw, foresaw no, the fact that this I wish we had done now. You know, so there we go. But um, uh, we may well make uh, some plans for twenty twenty one winter, yeah. so yeah. we can look forward to that. But yeah. um, no, I think that um, uh, for now, uh, I reckon that um, we've covered one or two decent subjects there, and we'll um, uh, we'll pick it up a little bit, a little bit later on. And why don't people tweet us at Kelvin? 
underscore Tatum at Nigel Pearson. Um, tweet us any ideas for future podcasts, anything like that, and we'll maybe even answer your questions, but keep them clean and cl- keep them polite because I know what some of you on Twitter are like. Yeah, why? Good idea. All right, Nigel. <laughs> Thanks again, mate. Cheers, Calv. I'm off to the fridge. Cheers. <laughs>